Well, hello, hello once again to another episode of the Righteous Leadership Podcast. I'm telling you, I am super, super pumped today to have a very first Gen Z on this uh, Righteous Leadership Podcast. We actually last, our last guest, Marsha Willoughby from South Africa, was our very first female on this podcast. So Seems as though we're in a trend, y'all. Uh, we're in a trend of the first. First female, first Gen Z. His name is none other than Josiah Powell. Uh, Josiah, welcome to the Righteous Leadership Podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you very much, Dr. Ray, for having me. It is a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. I am looking forward to these next 25, 30 minutes. Uh, Josiah, before we dive into uh, our podcast, uh, just introduce yourself uh, to our audience. Uh, you, I, I think you told me earlier that you were 19, so so go for it. Just any any shape or form you want to introduce yourself. Uh, if you can take about two minutes to introduce yourself, that would be great. Okay. Well, um, hello everybody. Uh, my name is uh, Josiah. I'm an evangelist, and I uh, I I, um, I we Dr. Ray and I we're a part of a wonderful church family, uh, the CMFI Miracle Center. Um, that is one of our, I, I think I can speak for Dr. Ray and myself on this one. It's one of the, the biggest privileges of our, of, of our, our lives to be able to be a part of that. Um, I, I get the privilege to be, uh, the, the, the operator of, of my own evangelistic ministry, Josiah's Lens, Josiah's Lens Ministries, where we get to really reach the lost, um, through in-person evangelism, um, also on, in terms of, uh, social media outreach as well. And, and, and seeing people come to repentance and, and, and receiving salvation through Jesus um, and through a plethora of ways and also training disciples. Uh, that's that's one of, the, one of the two very most important things that Jesus commissioned us to do before he left and ascended into heaven um, was, to, was to win the lost and to make disciples. And that's really what I've, I've tried to base my life on mm. um, is, is to keep things simple and to just keep things to what Jesus told us to do. That's to win the lost and to make disciples. And so, um, obviously, as an evangelist, my heart is to win the lost and to to, to be out in the harvest field and, and bringing people into the kingdom of heaven. Because as much as I love signs, wonders, and miracles, and the the the, the really explosive stuff, the, the biggest miracle is somebody turning from from their sin and, and repenting and giving their life to Jesus. That is a miracle in itself. The greatest one of them all. And wow! 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 Um, and, and you did say you were 19, right? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, you are in for a treat. Please get a pen. Please get some paper. You're going to take lots of notes. I am sure. I am sure you will take lots of notes during this podcast. Uh, let's dive right into it. Right into it. Uh, Josiah, as you know, I ask every single one of my guests the exact same question. When you hear the term righteous leadership, as a 19-year-old evangelist, what comes to mind? Whew, that's a fantastic question. I think when you ask the question righteous leadership, it comes down to a it comes down to a do as I do, not mm. as if you will. A lot of times growing up, I, I, I heard people say, well, do as I say, not as I do, because they didn't want to actually live out what they were preaching. Come on now. 
in, in a, a plethora of different forms, whether that be in, in the work in the workforce or whatever. Um, but I think righteous leadership starts when you can say, I don't have to preach at you. I don't have to try to try to uh, manipulate or try to really just force you into being something. If you just follow me long enough, if you just shadow me, then you will you will you'll learn how to be a righteous leader, because mm. I'm not telling you something that I don't do myself. Mm. Everything that I'm a very hands-on person. Um, that's that, that's just the, the way I, I really want to pattern. I, I try to pattern my life as best as possible, and I believe righteous leadership is patterned in practicality. If you mm. just speaking stuff, but there's never any demonstration, then I don't believe righteous leadership is is for you. <laughs> you have to be a demonstrator in order to be a righteous leader in terms of not just like what's in the public eye, but also very much in the private, like how you treat somebody when they can't bless you or they, mm. they don't like you. The, the, wow. the, little things, it, it, the little things are what make up a righteous leader. Wow. Wow. As I listen to you and 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 I think you are the 33rd <clears throat> guest on our show. We've had about 33 episodes, and I don't think I've ever heard that uh, response. And, and as you're speaking, what comes to mind is uh, the Apostle Paul saying, follow me as I follow Christ. Am I hearing you correctly? Yeah, yeah. Follow me as I follow Christ. I want to go back to something that, that you said. The very first thing, the very first thing that came out of your mouth when you introduce yourself, you said, I am an evangelist. Now I don't know too many 19 year olds where that will be the first thing that came that comes out of their mouth. Take me back to that. Before we go further in our show, I want to go back to that. Um, when did you know that that was your call? Wow, that is a fantastic question. So I I knew that, and uh, I didn't want to, I I wasn't seeking a a title or, or like a fivefold office anything like that. That was never my heart. To be quite honest, I didn't even know what that was even about until the Lord told me. It was a night. Um, mm. It seems it seems a little a little uh, far fetched thinking back on it, but it was a night last year, um, twenty twenty, and I believe it was the it was July sixth. It was it was late at night, and I was in my it was I was in my room, and I treated my closet as my as my as my secret place a lot of mm. times um before i moved and everything but i went i was i was laying down facing the ceiling in uh in my closet and i was just being silent before the lord mm -hmm. i wasn't hearing anything although i was i was just abiding in him and just really just spending time with him it was it was communion it was sweet i didn't have to really say anything because there are a lot of where i believe you don't gotta you don't have to the fill a void with 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 empty words. You can just let the presence of the Lord minister to you. Sure, but that's that's a whole other thing <laughs> in and of itself. But in that space of, of peace and quiet, as I was just looking up at my ceiling, the Lord just told me in that moment the call of God that He had, the, His call that He that He had for my life for mm. for evangelism in in, in 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 the prophetic office. Um, and in that moment, I just sat up. And I, sorry, I, I I didn't mention that because sometimes I don't I don't always mention the, the the prophet part, but that's that's a whole other thing in and of itself as well. But I sat up and I didn't know what to do because at that moment I didn't know anybody who 
outside of a pastor who is in the quote unquote uh really the 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 office the five-fold office or anything and in that moment i had to start ser- searching for myself scripture wise and in other places to find out what is the call of an evangelist mm-hmm. what to mean how do i how, how do i carry this out because at that point i was a college student i was a music major um i had no plans to be going out and telling anybody really about jesus or or, or seeing miracles or laying a hand none of that was on my radar and so from that point back in july of 2020 up into up until now i i really just submitted myself to the call of god um and let him remove and add anything he wanted to to my life and that is how i am here so during covid 19 yes sir you received the call yes sir during the shut down you receive the sending yes sir what a powerful powerful testimony well um i am elated to have you as my guest um on this show because i'm telling you right now at age 19 number one i wasn't saved (laughs) <laughs> let's 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 just start there yeah. right <laughs> and and, and I, I would end there because i don't have time to talk about the things that i was i thought the, the things and the places and the mindset that i had my uh, uh self in at age 19 and i'm telling you right now it was nowhere nowhere close to the kingdom of god um i was still in college i um yeah yeah i was still in college i think i was a junior um, in college, I started college at 17. So freshman was 17. Um, um, then sophomore was 18 and junior was 19. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's, it, it, it's, it's, you give me hope. You give me hope for the next generation. Um, because your spiritual maturity, Josiah, is just off the charts. It's just off the charts. And, um, and so now that you've shared with our audience when you hear the term righteous leadership what comes to mind i want to hear from you what would you say to your audience what would you say to your audience what righteous leadership is if you were to speak to fellow and and i know your audience is not just gen z but for right now i'm limiting to gen z because this podcast goes to Hong Kong. Uh, Hong Kong is probably one of our second largest listenership. It goes to South Africa. We have a, a good, and, and you know, South Africa, the like 30 to 40% of the population are in their 20s. So, so your message will resonate a whole lot with South Africa and Liberia. Uh, so Liberia and South Africa are, are, are two of the main African listeners, listenership for this podcast. So if you were speaking to fellow Gen Z about righteous leadership, what would you say to them? Hmm. I would say, don't be afraid to to really take time to be molded. Mm. Tell me more about that. I would I would I would encourage anybody from Gen Z if you're trying to be become a righteous leader. First of all, 
don't be afraid to take time to be molded. Let Jesus do whatever he wants in you for however long it takes. Mm. It's worth however long it takes. That's the first thing. I would also say never to compare yourself. Mm. Um, and I, 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 we hear this a lot, but I, I want to say this from a perspective because a lot of times, especially in, in the Christian world, in the body of Christ, everybody wants to be the man of God with the microphone. And I'm, and I'm here to tell you, mm. most 95% of people, if you're vying for the microphone, if, you, if your only goal is to get on stage and to be the man in, in front of the camera, you're not, first of all, you're not fit for it. Second of all, you, your, your, your heart should never be to be on a mic. It should never be to be on a platform, if that makes any sense. The, I, I would encourage you to put your passion in loving Jesus more than anybody and keeping things simple. And then first of all, and I'm sorry, not first, <laughs> keeping Jesus at, at the, at the top of, uh, the top of your goal list, making mm. him your, your priority and the reason why you do everything in your first love at all times. Then after you keep, after you have that love others and serve others, submit yourself to everybody. The Bible says, in first peter 5 5 to submit yourself to one another in all humility for god resists the proud and gives great but he gives grace to the humble as it is written in proverbs 3 34 titus 3 2 says speak evil of no man but to be peaceable and gentle showing all humility to all men so i would encourage you if you're desiring to be a righteous leader in generation z let god mold you let him take it however long he needs because that also comes along with you're always going you're always being molded mm. you're not always going to be in in a in a hiding place while being molded there's a time when uh this is this is a little before my time but there there's a place when when people take photos in a development room in the dark mm. and when the, the photo would come out it's developed but think of it like this even when the photo comes out you could look at that photo today and that means something to you but if you look at that photo five months from now that can mean something completely different to you sure depending on what that circumstance and the photo is still being developed each time you look at it if that makes sense hmm. so never think you're done growing hmm. say that again say that again never think you're done growing wow wow always submit yourself to the process of being developed by Jesus to never go for a, a position or a platform. And then I guess this, this, this just came up to me always because from, from scripture, always, always, always submit yourself to the people who you think who, who seem least notable because you can receive so much from the people who are hidden so much. Hmm. It's oftentimes that God will, will put people in, in, in the back or the corner to be able to minister something to you that nobody else can. But you have to humble yourself enough to be able to receive from somebody who nobody else really pays attention to or gives any kind of a claim of notoriety. That is how you become a righteous leader to me. So I'm going to stay on the theme um, of, of speaking to Gen Z since that's your generation. And, and we're going to do... Um, we're going to do a gap analysis right now. And so here's what a gap analysis, I'm sure you're familiar with a gap analysis, but for those that are, that may not be familiar, that are listening to this podcast, a gap analysis 
you know, you start with where you are now and then you you um, you brainstorm to where you want to be. Well, uh, Josiah just did that for us. He just listed us three things uh, on on where a fellow Gen Z can be. Um, but and here's where the gap analysis comes in, Josiah, because there's a gap. There's a gap between where they are now, Gen Z, and there's and where you just described. You just you just described the the aspirational aspect where you aspire to be. So there's a big there's a gap between where you are now and where you aspire to be, and that's the gap. So 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 if you can share one or two, it doesn't have to be long, one or two things that can bridge that gap, what would that be? What would that be? I would say never think that there is a plateau in in in, in the spirit. Um, mm. Jesus is always a higher place than him. If you always keep yourself hungry and never think, ah, oh, well, this is just the greatest it's ever gonna get, I'm telling you, if you always keep your mind open with with there's there's no limitations, there's always a higher place to go, no matter what, then that's how you keep the fire. That's how you grow your fire. And mm. um, that and also sacrifice. Um, the Bible says in Leviticus 6.13 that the, the fire shall be continually burning on the altar and it shall never go out. And the, it says in the previous verse in Leviticus 6.12 that, that the priest shall continually putting burnt wood on the altar so that she, she'll, it shall be continually be burning 24-7. Um, we know this because we, we, we've been on a fast and a fast this week as, 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 as a church. But um, even whether, whether it's collectively or individually, the way you keep your you, you keep your fire and grow your fires by sacrifice, whether that's by obviously by by sacrificing your 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 desires for food, your time, your energy. If you put yourself on the altar, that is what God honors, and that's what takes yourself to the next level. Stay hungry, stay burning. Stay hungry, stay burning. Again, it reminds me of they that hunger and thirst after righteousness this is the this is the righteous leadership podcast the fact that you you say stay hungry they that hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled so what a beautiful what a beautiful mental picture of a gap analysis right stay hungry you're gonna be filled you're gonna be filled you might be empty now but just stay hungry that's the gap stay hungry you're gonna be filled. Amazing, amazing. Um, so, what I want us to do right now, Josiah, is just share with our audience um, what are some of the what are some of the things that Josiah is involved in. Just just speak to the audience. Um, we 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 are about to wrap up soon, but I I I don't want to take take up any more time. I want this to be Josiah's time. Just share with us. What are some of the things that you're doing in this state of Maryland? Now, you 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 migrated from Pittsburgh, am I correct? Mm -hmm. So so I, I in preparation for today, I I figure I'll just put on my Pittsburgh Steelers gear um, because I got a fellow uh, a Pittsburgh um, native uh, on the line uh, as my guest. So what? But you relocated to Maryland. Share with us what are some of the things uh, in your ministry that you're working on. 
So that is a fantastic question. So a few things that, that we here at JLM have been working at, uh, we've been developing a uh, what's called the, the JLM Supernatural Evangelism Mentorship. Uh, mm -hmm. I mentioned at the beginning of the, pod chip, the, the podcast, excuse me, that um, one of the, 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 the main passions on my heart is training up um, the next generation of not just evangelists, but mighty men and women of God that can, that can really just shake the nations and, and, and bring the kingdom of God to earth. Mm -hmm. and the lost be saved and lives transformed while we're still here as it is in heaven. You know, just like we want to bring the kingdom of heaven here to earth. Um, and so no matter where you're from, no matter what background you come from, I believe that that God can use you if you submit yourself to him. And so we've been developing um, what's what's called the JLM Supernatural Mentorship, mm. Evangelism Mentorship, where um, uh, me as, as your instructor, um, I take you through, uh, through, through, through a plethora. First of all, I train you how to how to win the loss effectively, how to how to handle a plethora of different situations, um, how to really meet somebody where they are and mm. to, to see them. It's it's I wanna I wanna train I, I wanna train people to be able to bring people into the kingdom of heaven and not only that, but also how to operate in the supernatural because a lot of times people have heard have read the story plenty of times. Uh uh, they've heard it preached to them how how Peter and John grabbed people's hands and they they got they got healed came out of wheelchairs, but I want it's it's so tangible I know it's tangible because I've experienced it you have too Dr Ray this mm -hmm. this supernatural God's spirit is still overflowing here in this day all it takes is somebody to grab a hold of him, um, and so I believe um, with with if, if somebody if you're equipped then you can access the same supernatural power that, that Jesus and the 12 act accessed 2000 years ago. Because if it, all it takes, what I believe is, is the knowing and the, the application of whatever you know, because the Bible says in Hosea 4, 6, that God's people are only destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. Yes. So if you have the knowledge, you put that to application, you can use this. I'm not training people to be in a pulpit. That's what I'm not training people to do. Sure. And, supernatural evangelism mentorship i'm training people to be everyday people whether you're a, a stay-at-home mom uh you're you're a businessman you know you work at nine to five you're a small business or whatever you do to be someone who 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 transforms wherever you are for the kingdom of god and you're making disciples um and so i'm training uh, in this in this mentorship you you'll, you'll learn how to win the lost effectively how to operate in the supernatural how to heal the sick minister deliverance see supernatural miracles take place in your life um and even how to collaborate and other things like that in terms of if you are looking to be an effective minister of the gospel wherever whatever whatever aspect of, of life or society you may be taking up wow well well before i ask you for some credentials in terms of um uh website uh, phone number for our audience to reach out to you i think we have time for me to squeeze in one more question Absolutely. so i i i i don't know where the scripture is i think it's in judges okay. but uh it talked about a lawless nation and that spirit of lawlessness manifested because there was a gen another generation who knew not god hmm. and when i listened to uh, JLM and, and, and your ministry and the work that you're doing and the mentorship, you, you're trying to raise an, that generation 
to know God, who can then pass that on to another generation. So what you're doing is, is very much generational. So I want you to share with our listening audience, coming out of the mouth of a, a Gen Z and speaking to that verse in, um, in Judges that talked about lawlessness because our, our nation, let's just, let's just call a spade a spade. There is a spirit of lawlessness in our nation today. And if we take that fact of today and juxtapose that with judges that that nation was experiencing lawlessness because there was another, another generation grew up who knew not God. So in other words, it wasn't a transfer. There wasn't a transfer from their parents to them about righteous leadership. What would you say to your listening audience about what's the message you will give to this nation? Right? Earlier I asked you, what's the message you will give to fellow Gen Z? Now I'm asking you, what's the message you will give to the nation coming from the perspective of a Gen Z so that we can overcome this huge chasm, this huge gap where there are generations that are coming up who knew not God leading to lawlessness? So um, would you want me to answer from a perspective of, of, of the people of God as in the body of Christ or just for, for, for somebody who's trying to reach the lost? I want you to answer whichever way the Lord is leading you right now. Okay. All right. Well, I would say if, if I'm speaking to the nation, I would, I would say it simply like this. To address the spirit of lawlessness, you have to understand that, that there is a righteous judge. Mm. We're all accountable to. Um, in my time, I've met a lot of people who don't like the fact that God is a judge. But the Bible says, I, ooh, I believe it's in uh, Proverbs 11, I think it's Proverbs 11, 21. It says this, it says that if the righteous shall receive their recompense in the earth, how much more the wicked and the sinner is. It's also requoted in, in 1 Peter, um, 1 Peter 4, where it talks about how that the kingdom of like the, the it's time right now for, for the kingdom of God, the, the 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 people of God, the body of Christ, judgment begins in the house of God. So what's gonna happen to them? And I would say this, you have to understand, obviously we understand that the 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 secular world already already believes in karma and things of that nature, but for the spirit of lawlessness, as much sin and unique types of stuff that go on under that spirit no matter what kind of lawless wicked spirit is was going on you have to understand there's one righteous judge and everybody is going to receive their due recompense for whatever mm. you did. and when you understand that it changes a lot about about your mindset because the same thing goes in 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 our in our natural law if you run a stoplight if you if you hit somebody with a car there's consequences to be paid sure so, very sure. wow wow well i am 100 percent that this is just the first invitation to you on this podcast there's so much in you and we can't pack it in one episode 
Uh, but thank you so much, man, for coming on. And uh, if you don't mind, um, how can our listening audience um, uh, get in contact with you? Whichever credential you want to give, Facebook, TikTok, whatever. Uh, oh. Phone number, email, you, 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 you choose. Some, some of my guests don't provide credentials. So it's totally up to you uh, because I think your message is so strong, not just for Gen Z, but for multi-generations. How can our audience get in contact with you? I, uh, you guys, if you wanna, if you wanna uh, connect with the ministry or anything like that, you can go to links.page slash Josiah's Lens Ministries. Um, or you can just go on Instagram and uh, find me at Josiah Powell underscore. Once again, uh, the that's links dot page. Can you can you spell links? L i n k s. L i n l i n k s dot page slash Josiah's Lens Ministries. Got it. Got it. Got it. Woo! This was a mouthful, man. I I'm so thankful for uh, you taking the time. It, this was this was a juicy juicy conversation. And I, I'm going to listen to this podcast, I, I, I guarantee you, at least three times because it was packed, packed with information on many different levels. You've been listening to the Righteous Leadership Podcast. As many of you know, we try to bring in a diverse uh, guest list from all over the world. Today, we will bless with Josiah Powell, a 19-year-old evangelist unapologetic and is doing some great work to transform the world until we meet again please uh share this podcast uh on uh, on all different social medias you can find us on um all the different google podcasts apple podcasts just simply uh go on uh the search field and just search for righteous leadership and just share it with your friends until our very next episode, I'm your host, Dr. Ray Charles. Take care and be safe. Bye now.